2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we got some good news for the Texans, and we got some breaking
3: news involving the Houston Texans.
1: Sports Radio 610, Houston Texans breaking news.
3: All right, so we've talked a lot about how good Cleveland secondary is in large part because of Denzel Ward, one of the best corners uh, in the game. Kevin Stefanski just informed the Cleveland media types, including Jake Trotter, that Denzel Ward injured his knee in practice today. Unclear if he'll be ready to go in two days at NRG. Meanwhile, the Texans, all of their receivers practiced today. Noah Brown returned to practice. Robert Woods Return to practice. We already saw what Nico Collins did. Everyone is practicing for the Texans except Jerry Hughes, and now Denzel, Denzel Ward is suddenly questionable for the Cleveland Browns. Is enormous a big enough word? Like, enormous in the sense that,
4: you know, because you, you can argue, well, how good, really? How how how, how close to 100% are Noah Brown and, and Robert Woods going to be? I don't care. The Browns are gonna have to to look at them and, and and you know game plan for them and they're gonna be on the field playing at some level. And then you got an awesome cornerback that got hurt
3: Amazing cornerback. That
4: that got hurt today. That means they're, you know, like they're playing day after tomorrow, man. So you never wish, wink wink, for someone to get hurt, but when they do get hurt. Are you upset? Are you feel bad for him? I feel wonderful.
3: You feel bad that I Denzel feel, Ward. Is not going to get an I want to face them full strength. <laughs> oh my Yo, Where's gosh. that guy?
4: Where's that guy?
3: No, nah, I got to beat them at their best. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't wish for it, but boy, I got a smile on my face. I'm like, wow. Got two receivers back, and they lost their best cornerback.
3: Yes, and that that is. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, man, they're start they're starting to be a little bit of luck going Think, the Texans. Things way. are happening. Things are happening around here. By the yeah. way, sellout too. Yeah, we got a sellout
4: at NRG. Eric Stingley, AFC Defensive Player of the Month. Yeah, sellout. Ward out. Everybody's back except for uh, for uh, Jerry, Jerry Hughes. Hughes. Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Texans fans need to feel pretty good as well. That's uh, that that you can't you can't really say how big of a, a development that is. The receivers in com- in conjunction with Denzel Ward. Yeah, can't you you, you can't.
3: Sheldon Rankin's going to join us straight off the practice field. I was told he's just about that action, boss. Right. Uh, apparently at the draft, um uh, leading into the draft when he was drafted, there was like speculation that he's just a really boring guy. Mm-mm. And he said he's just about that business. I want my challenge for you. I want you to get you you've been known to get creepy with our guests offering to cook for them and stuff. That's not Strangers. true. Strangers? go ahead. I want you to be as creepy as possible. No. Let's just to see what I've happens. My, I want you to be I want you to be your normal. I want you to first say, "Hey, Sheldon, I want to invite you for, over for a barbecue." I've never done just that like in my I, life. Just like I do all the other players. <laughs> never
4: done that in my life. I
3: want, you, I want you to just go straight in.
4: I did my I did my due diligence. I did my digging in. I got some good questions for him.
3: Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna focus on ball. I'm on three tech, one tech. Who said I wasn't? I'm going in the sticks. Technique. <laughs> how's your technique looking today? Uh, we're we're going. I'm not
4: gonna do that. On,
3: I'm staying in the sticks, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go extra football hard. You old. are not. No, I really am. <laughs> you are. I'm not. gonna stay in the sticks. I'm, I'm gonna say, hey, did, uh, how much t- how much are we gonna see you in that uh, three point one point stance?
4: <laughs> you prefer a gap?
3: <laughs> how important is the swim move? Yeah. Now, when, when when it comes to uh, stunts and stuff against this uh, Cleveland front, do you, how, how, how much do you see on the stunts? You are lying. That's what
4: I'm doing. No, you're not.
3: That's what I'm doing. Nico Collins, he's probably, uh, if you asked him, uh, th- there, this was going to be an Ohio State Buckeye versus Michigan matchup, right? This was going to be Nico Collins from Michigan. Denzel Ward's a Buckeye, right? Yep. Correct, yes. So there was going to be this matchup. Uh, now that's in question. We know Nico will be there. We don't know if Denzel will be. Here's Nico Collins talking about the opportunity ahead for the Texans in two days. We're in the playoffs,
5: first round. I can't get no better than that. Uh, it's an opportunity for us to go out and just have fun, you know, be ourselves. Just leave it all out there, man. You know, this is what we've been grounded for, you know, working for, you know, to be in this position,
0: and it's here. It's right now.
4: It's here, and it's right now. And things are, as we said, things are happening. Uh, by the way, also Cal and Hannah McNair uh, joining us uh, this they afternoon. Are? Yeah, they're they're going to be in studio.
5: What?
3: Yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah. When? Today. Just uh, probably about a little over an hour. Okay. Yeah. Nice. You know, getting the sticks with that too?
3: Um. No, I'm just going <laughs> to talk about the game. I, I, I do want to talk to Hannah about something. I'm a little worried about her. You're worried about her? Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to her about it. I don't know. I, I'll probably I'm probably gonna get like just completely roasted by her, which has happened before. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. But I'm I'm a little worried about Hannah. We
4: well, gotta give us some some. Uh, no, I you, don't gotta give you anything. Give what us, the hell are you talking give about? Give us a nugget of
3: what? It's called the uh, tease. Yeah, that's called the tease. Give us a nugget. No, I'm I'm worried about Hannah McNair. That's a bad tease. That's the tease. I'm worried about Hannah McNair. That's that's. That, Biggie, that's, that's a bad tease, man. It's a good tease. You got to give us well, You something. know about a tease. <laughs> <laughs> I've been teasing since <laughs> before you were born. <laughs> I've been teasing. I don't know about that. I've been teasing since I don't before know. I, you I, were born. I, I, I kind of thought I heard Nick and Vandy doing those teases. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like I, I'm familiar with your work, sir. I, I kind of feel like Vandy and Nick were doing those teases. Hey, you got to pay
4: attention a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> Called being the setup man. <laughs>
3: Uh, Bobby Slowick, man, he got greedy as hell. And and I think Bobby Slowick, um, with a good performance on Saturday, with 25% of the gigs in the NFL open, I, I think Bobby Slowick could very well play his way, or coach his way, I should say, out of town. But what if he gives the ultimate gift? Didn't even think this was possible. One play at a time, one game at a time. Same approach. Bobby Slowick has that as his foundation, but outside of that foundation, Bobby got greedy. He, he got did. real greedy, and it led to a lot of excitements among Texans fans. Bobby, get greedy for me, sir
1: everyone's energy in this organization is devoted to how do we play one more game? How do we keep just playing
3: one more game? You know, we really have what I believe is a special group. There's guys in that room that I, I just can't imagine having to do this without find a way to get four more games out of this. That's that's really all, all of us are devoted to.
4: If he does get four more games out of this, he gone, uh, he might be gone anyway. We'll see, especially if they get a win uh, on Saturday. But, uh, uh, I like I like where his head is. I do think you know while we're talking about him being you know a candidate, at, his at,
3: head is right below that big ass ball cap. Yeah, it, yeah. He
4: said that everything he's doing is focused. ball cap.
3: Yesterday was was his look though. It was a better one. That, oh god, that yeah. was made for him. I was wondering. Now they're going to give him. Now they're going to give him a different one on Saturday. It always happens that way.
4: So he says everything he's doing is focused on the Browns. I Who said? believe, Slowik. Yeah, that's what he said. I believe he's got that. Got a game face, man. I believe that's true. He's got game face, bro. But these guys do go home at night. You know, and they do maybe not you know, keep their nose in film and all that other stuff. I think he's in a great place right now as as a potential head coach, probably more better than he's ever been. Certainly better than he's ever been. I would say maybe even there's better than a fifty percent chance he moves on. But I'd I'd make that trade as we talked. about I would earlier. sacrifice Bobby yeah.
3: Slowick for a playoff game. Mm-hmm. I, I I've heard a lot of the uh, and, and you know what my show of record is in Cleveland. It's uh, King Carmen Anthony Lima. Um. I I heard like the way that they talk about Jim Schwartz. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think he's a god. Like, I think they like him there more than they like Bernie Kosar now, or Jim Brown. Like, Lima was talking about he should be a head coach in Kent. Do you watch his sorry-ass coach, uh, the Lions, for for nearly half a decade? Uh, And then uh, Ken said that he would not. And the only reason I see these stuff is because, for some reason, Odyssey uses them as clips. Mm -hmm. Um, Ken said he wouldn't sacrifice Jim Schwartz to make the Super Bowl. How can you... What the hell? How can you like how much like I have confidence that D'Amico can, can figure stuff out and, and it can be a next man up type of thing. But how
4: can you shape your lips to say that? To say I don't want to go to the I, Super Bowl. If I'm not if, I'm means- not, if yeah. I if
3: I'm gonna lose the Super Bowl, I would rather not. I I just I I just think it would be a valuable thing to just to get. How to many Super Bowls game. have the Browns been to? I think zero. I'm zero. not zero. Sure. They had some I think there's four
4: teams. Browns, Lions, Texans, and someone else. They've never been to the Super Bowl. And you're saying you... Jags? Was... No. Is it Jags? Yeah, Jags. They've never been, been to a the, Super yeah, Bowl. they the title game. Yeah, I think those are the four. Uh, so, yeah. You, and you're saying you were Well, y'all are some creepers
3: on the text line with Hannah, man. Goodness gracious. What are they doing? I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah, they are Hannah's hot, Hannah's gorgeous, like all this type of stuff. I don't know what's wrong with y'all.
4: Yeah, you got a shot too. There are some hornballs, man. <laughs> you got
2: a real I'm going to cut the YouTube stream off when she comes Yeah, some come. <laughs> some hornballs on the text line. Goodness. Listen gracious. on the damn Odyssey
3: app. <laughs> exactly. Lord, man. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm worried about her, man. Well, you got to give us more than that. I'm worried about her. That's it. That's it. Well, yeah, I'll tell her. I don't need to tell you. I'll tell her. By the way, Sean Pendergast is still here. What's he doing? I've never seen him here this late. He must be
4: doing the podcast.
3: Must be the podcast. I think they already finished that. They did? I think they finished that like an hour ago. Hmm. You think
5: he's going to be here by two?
3: I don't know. Uh, He's been known to find the rich folk. uh, Sean's been known to find the rich folk. Yeah. All right. Whatever, dude. Yeah, that's it.
6: Hey, Cal. (laughs)
4: Remember when I was walking in the River Oaks and I saw (laughs) y'all?
6: Yeah, big deal. Okay.
3: <laughs> oh Lord! The the Cal and Hannah uh, excitement's got to be pretty high. I know. I know Hannah's Hannah's feeling it. I know Cal's feeling it. Cal doesn't. Re- Cal kind of the that that's why they're a good balance. It's the it's mm-hmm. the mild mannered approach.
4: A little more laid back. A lot more laid back. Yeah. Uh, he's feeling it though.
3: But you know, when those two hop in their car after the game. Mm-hmm. Whether, uh, they've got to be just sitting there saying, like, just overjoyed even more than they even want to show.
4: Oh, for sure. Uh, absolutely. That's the time to do it, man. You know, he's showing a little class maybe out front and uh, and then just, uh, you know, really, really uh, exude that happiness and excitement uh, behind the clothes. So,
3: board. when, uh, like, if the Texans win the Super Bowl, if C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's win the Super Bowl, let's say, let's say Bobby Sloick's. Greedy vision plays out. And this is like the most improbable run ever mm-hmm. And the Houston Texans. They upset the – they beat the Cleveland Browns. It, it's an upset uh, in Vegas. They beat the Cleveland Browns. Miami Dolphins beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And then the Texans take on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. They beat the Buffalo Bills. hmm Baltimore, they come to town. Damn, Lamar Jackson got hurt that that first game. He's he's nicked up. Dang. The Texans beat the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> they go to the Super Bowl. They beat the Dallas Cowboys in an all-Texas Super Bowl in Las Vegas on the trophy stage. Is Hannah up there with Cal? Why would she not? So is beat? Hannah going to get to hold up Hell the trophy?
4: Yes.
3: Man. Hell yeah! You think she's going to have a catchphrase? A line? You think she's going to try to like stick it to people? You think Hannah's just going to graciously take it? You think she's going to stick See, it the, to the haters? The thing about Hannah is she'll, she's going to try to stick it to the haters.
4: She won't go over the top, but she'll kind of give you some nuggets of, uh, kind of like, not little shots. But
2: I think she'll take a shot at the Titans.
4: May, uh, maybe, but uh, she'll show titans. her, she'll
2: show I think her so. excitement. You don't need to go down she to hate, the lightweight. She hates the Titans, Yeah, man. but we don't need to go the
4: lightweight. Did you see the Athletic report that said? uh, Did I see? (laughs) Who reads the Athletic? I did. I actually I read a tweet about it, Uh, and then then I went to the link. Subscribed to No Athletic, and then I went to the link, which was free.
3: I am. Uh, I am. (laughs) So I am.
4: Apparently, according to the Athletics, uh, Tennessee Titans beat writer, losing to the Texans twice was a factor in Vrabel's being. That's
3: stupid. That's stupid. That's, that's insecurity. That's stupid. That's that's, that's like that's. that's I mean, do Adams. it make sense for who it the owner is? Yeah. That's that's pathetic. Yes. That's that's honestly embarrassing. Yeah. If that if I mean that means nothing. Yeah. Like that means Jack. That's pathetic. Yes. If that's a but it's also believable.
4: No, it's and believable. he's reporting it. That's, that's yeah.
3: like Amy Adams stank is weird. She is like if that if that really if the Texans really ended Mike Vrabel. I mean that that is. That's awful. Yeah. So what if the Texans get get on that stage with the
4: AFC Championship in, in in their pocket? Yeah. What would Vandermeer do? What would he look like? He'd probably
3: cry. He might. Yeah, he'd probably cry. He might. Vandy's a cry. What Vandy, he be like- have you ever seen Vandy cry? I don't think so. What would... Have you he- seen him throw would- a pin at you and try to fight you?
4: Uh, no. No. Okay. I mean, I was He didn't in- throw a pin at you. No. <laughs> he threw it up in the air. And where did it land? <laughs> Next to him. He threw the pin up in the air. He didn't throw a pin at me. 100%. Hand to god. He threw it up in the air. Okay. Yeah. I was there. No, no, I'm saying okay. I was there. <laughs> I said okay. Okay. Uh, what would he be like in Las Vegas? Vandy? Yeah. He would dr- be drinking-
3: uh, Radio Row. He would be drinking- Texans in the Super Bowl. He'd be drinking half cranberry, half uh, soda water, and he would just be hanging out, man. Mm-hmm. He'd just be taking it all in. Relaxing.
0: Yes!
4: He would probably have to wear like one of those medieval night suits that are all metal. Why? So Because- got to keep everything under control down there. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes! He's feeling it, man. I I
3: enjoyed listening to uh, Texans radio on the drive-in the other day. I didn't turn it. Mm -hmm. You're talking about Monday. Monday was good. Yeah, Yeah, Monday was good. Because in the past, those guys have had to talk about some
4: crap. That's the thing. I I really would be happy for Vandy than just about anybody. Probably anybody. Yeah,
3: I would be happy yeah. for Vandy. I think it'd be cool if Andre Ware got a uh, Super Bowl ring. How about that? Yeah. Andre Ware would get a Super Bowl ring. That's something nobody's talking about when mm-hmm. it comes to the Texans. And never
4: expected. I, I'm... <sighs> I just said never
3: expected. I'm trying to be romantic. I and am you're, too. you got bust jokes. I just said. You got NFL bust jokes.
4: All I said was it never expected.
3: What is wrong with you, man?
4: Nothing is wrong with me. <sighs> oh, I saw him throwing the ball at the uh, at the national championship game. You know what do you they, mean throwing the ball? Like they have that uh, fundraiser where you got to throw the ball into that little circle on a board. It was like ten, fifteen yards yeah,
3: away. Yeah, I saw uh, Sam from Big City Wings' son hit it like four out of ten, and I think he's like thirteen.
4: Yeah. That was better than Andre.
3: Keep doing it. What did Andre hit?
4: I I wasn't playing that close attention, but, I mean, I didn't see any go through.
5: I want every radio host in the city
3: to hear me and hear me well. Texans-Browns. He's going to punch me
4: in the nose. Will
3: D'Amico Ryans have a voice? We'll hear him in 12 minutes. It's time to confess, though. I'm going to try to make some money off of the Texans. Or maybe I will lose some. We'll get into that next.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
3: lunchtime confessions we confess our sins to you the loophole shout out to the loopholes if you listen you are one D'Amico Ryan's by the way coming up in the next few minutes will he have a voice or not (laughs) your guess is as good as mine I can't wait to hear this some of these confessions though they have to do with sports some have nothing to do with sports but we're transparent with you 24 7 let it hang a little bit lower to the left to the left during lunchtime confessions it is time to confess
4: to my confession. I don't care to see Bill Belichick coach again. Uh, not because I don't think he's any good. I think it'll be sad, uh, kind of ugly. Uh, you know, I think what he had in in New England was one of those uh, perfect, you know, storm ki- kind of things. They're talking about him in Atlanta. I don't. I don't want to see Bill Belichick coach again. I just don't. I. I, I mean, I don't think it's going to be good. I, I. I don't think it's. It's going to be fun. But he, he spoke at the uh, press conference. Well, Robert Kraft spoke at the press conference today that he expected him to coach again. I, I don't care to see it. Okay, where? I don't know. But I know
3: Atlanta have been looking at him. Watch
0: this. My
3: Bobby Sloan got me feeling a little bit greedy. And I'm not going to get greedy and start looking ahead to like a Super Bowl run. But I but I am going to start looking at a potential AFC Championship game appearance, the uh, appearance, the first in franchise history, and in order for that to be possible, in my opinion, the Texans would have to win, and then the Dolphins would have to win at least. Now, if the Texans, Dolphins, and Steelers win, the Texans would host the Miami Dolphins um, in the divisional round. Now, if just the Texans and Dolphins win, then the Texans would go, uh, they would, ho- they would go to Buffalo most likely. I can get greedy there. Matter of fact, put my money where my mouth is. $30 to win 160 Texans money line, Dolphins money line. Actually, don't feel too terrible about it. If I lose the $30, charge it to the game. Not going to get as greedy as Bobby Slowick, but I'm halfway to the four that he mentioned. I'm willing to look ahead to two. Watch this. These
0: are my confessions.
3: Maybe I'm just petty, uh,
4: and and I think I am in this case. But I'm kind of glad we're not going to have to mess around and look at uh, Bill O'Brien anymore. Like where 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 would he end up in all this? You know, with the Patriots moving on. Like he's he's not going to be coaching in the NFL, is he? Who's going to hire Bill O'Brien? After I, what happened here and and then now there? He,
2: he got a good PR squad, man. He ended up yeah, so. How good?
4: I mean, like he, they were awful. And he was awful here. And we're done with Bill O'Brien. Well, maybe I'm just petty, but I'm kind of glad.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of glad too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. I, I, were, would he coach in the NFL next year? Maybe a quarterback's coach or something? Nobody wants him calling their place. Right. Yeah, I think maybe he could be like a tight end coach. Yeah, or could be Maybe coach I don't know. I, I don't know.
2: Probably go back to college.
3: Where? Yeah. You think he's going to handle NIL and transfer <laughs> Porter well? <laughs> hey, I don't Are know. You kidding man. Me? He needs to go to Penn State with I mean, we back were in sit- the wall and hardo We were sitting there get-
5: saying he wouldn't never coach in the NFL again. So, yeah,
3: I well, don't know. I, yeah, and that got Belichick some, fired. For some people. Yeah, he did. <laughs> for some he people. got Belichick fired, man. Bill O'Brien got the GOAT fired. Mm-hmm. And Nick Saban quit after having his ass around. Yes. The reason both of these guys left. Because <laughs> of his ass. Watch this. These are my
0: confessions.
3: I don't know how I felt. I don't know if I felt, like, prideful or I felt weird. But, but the... Uh, Yesterday at the post oak hotel, and that's not really my scene. I know Sean Pendergast and you frequent that place quite often. Don't. But you don't, Sean does. But I I I was sitting out there, man. I was waiting for uh valet because it was the only option we had. Pull oh, up yeah. the valet.
5: I like my Jeep
3: I like my Jeep Cherokee very much, but it is kind of an interesting feeling when Bentley's and, it, it Ferraris went this way. I, was, and I got hunters. my cars. I got
4: my car after you. It went Bentley. Landry's Jeep Cherokee, Escalade, <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> the, the That's valet. one
5: reason why I don't like the valet part, <laughs> mean, man. Like, when which I go one's to those yours?
4: spots. Uh, that white one right
3: there. Appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> He's like put up the peace sign. <laughs> All the valets were like, like no, you should like, take, take his car." I would take his car. I would never like I I'd, I I would never. I don't think I would ever drive a Bentley. Like there even if I was like Cal McNair Hannah McNair like Rich, I don't think I would be a Bentley guy. I would be like a real nice truck or a nice. I'm SUV a G wagon. I'd be a G wagon. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But even then, like you're sitting out in front of the post, it was hilarious. And you're just kind of like, hey,
4: it went. Bentley. That's me. It went Bentley, That's Jeep me. Cherokee, Escalade, Jaguar. <laughs> Which one's yours? <laughs> Man, I feel bad for Anthony Weaver. God, I feel bad for Anthony Weaver. Why? He's got three interviews. Okay. What's wrong with that? He's got a chance. Does he? And he was the first interview requested by two of those teams. So are you saying he's a Rooney Rule Fall guy?
0: Race car!
4: All I said was I feel bad for Anthony Weaver. I will leave it at that. I do.
3: Nah, he's he's getting good experience though. It's good to get your name out there. I mean, Bill O'Brien killed him, too. The, the yeah. one, of all the things that I do feel bad for, and, and I, I actually like felt bad for the Texans here, or uh, are, are for for Weave, was I believe that he should have gotten the opportunity to be the interim head coach instead of Romeo I do agree Carnell. with that. I thought that and was, then maybe yeah. this would feel a I little I thought better. that was garbage. I yeah. thought that was a terrible that decision. That never made any sense to me. Because yeah, so, hey, Ro- they wasn't going nowhere. Hey, man. Romeo, you're moving around worse than John McClain. Let's take you down from the... From the from not even really being on the staff and being an advisor, I agree. It was cool. Ain't even want a coach. And Romeo was like a ni- like a nice vibe guy, but I, I would have rather have seen yeah. Anthony Weaver. You could thought- nothing. At least to give Anthony Weaver like a little bit of a resume. You could have called a little like fire or something. Yeah. And then yeah, maybe huh.
4: I'd feel different about these. Yeah. Who should we call first?
3: Anthony Weaver. Yeah, because I, I like Anthony Weaver.
4: Weaver. <laughs> i yeah, I feel awful for him.
3: Uh, But then again, I mean, sometimes you you can go hit it out the park and surprise some folks. You never know. I think I think he'll be all right. Uh, But 25 percent of the gigs are open right now. I really wasn't sad that Denzel Ward was hurt. I'll be honest with you. Uh, we, We got the news from Jake Trotter. Denzel Ward hurt his knee today. I love Denzel Ward. I love his game. I don't wish injury on anyone, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, damn, that sucks. I, I am actually very, very, I feel a little bit fortunate that mm-hmm. uh, Nico Collins might not have to go against Denzel Ward, Ward quite frankly. Feeling a little bit more confident. Feeling, feeling pretty, I mean, I, if, if, if I'm honest, I said, damn, that's great news.
4: On I'm to, just. Uh, this is
3: what the confessions are about, okay? Yeah, no, I agree. If I'm being honest, when I saw that, I
4: said, damn, that's great news for the Texans. And on top of that, the Texans getting two receivers back. Yeah. So, so there's that. That's too. what I said, being honest. Watch this. Some, somebody needs to sit Adam Silver down. Why am I talking about the NBA? You'll see. Uh, somebody needs to sit Adam Silver down and say, you're not the NFL. You are not Aren't they trying to do a two-day NFL. draft? Aren't they trying to do a two-day draft? It just became official, according to When's Wojo. When's the last
3: time you said, man, this second round is going to be crazy?
4: They have a two-day draft now in the NBA. The, round, the first day is, is round one, which maybe 15 picks matter, not even the whole league. You're doing a whole day for the second round of the NBA draft?
2: I don't get it. That's why ridiculous. He, why man. does he
4: think they're the NFL? Who's going
2: to watch that? Nobody. The, the last time I bailed out, like at the pick eight.
4: That's what I'm saying. Like at 15 eight,
2: picks, maybe. I was just like, man, I'm tired of this.
4: 50, they're doing a two day NBA draft?
3: It's weird. Don't get it. What the hell are you doing? Don't really get it. <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> very confused by it Watch this.
0: These are my if I
3: were an NFL owner I would consider hiring Nick Saban for what to coach head coach to coach give him a chance no more none of that another NIL. one you just want to coach um I, I would give him another shot man I, I it's unfortunate that the that the Dolphins went with Dante Culpepper instead of Drew Brees who knows how different things would have been um but if I were, I would consider if if Nick Saban said he wanted to coach in the NFL, seventy-two years old and everything. Come on down, baby. We can be a trans. You can get a transition. He, he could get a job. Yeah. I
4: don't know how good he'd be, but but he could get a job. Yeah. We could
3: we could yeah get a little bit more of uh old Nick Saban. How about that? I, I'd be I'd be very very interested in watching it. Texans practice report: All the Texans are practicing except Jerry Hughes. That includes Noah Brown. That includes Jonathan Gennard. That includes Will Anderson. So you got that good news. However, is D'Amico Ryan's going to have a voice on Saturday? His voice is listed as questionable on the uh, unofficial injury report. They put it out there. You can't. It's in the fine print. You see? Did you catch that? What's that? The D'Amico Ryan's injury—it's at the that, bottom of the injury report. It says voice questionable. You didn't see that? I did not see that. Okay. Apparently, he's sick with that playoff fever. So it didn't really hit the first time. We will. <laughs> <laughs> we will hear from D'Amico Ryan's if he can talk. Uh, coming up shortly. Also, hear from uh, Sheldon Rankins, uh, and, and Calvin and Hannah might pull up on us as well. In the loop continues. Two days away from
2: Texans versus Browns
1: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker.
3: Full practice report from the Texans. Jerry Hughes, the only one that is not practicing for the Texans. Meanwhile, the big news out of Cleveland, Denzel Ward injured knee might not play on Saturday. Doesn't look good. Uh according to the folks in Cleveland. Shout out to uh Jake Trotter. Uh so the Texans getting some of that luck. We we might hear from D'Amico Ryan's figure out whether or not he has a uh has a voice or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm uh I'm a little concerned about that voice. I, I I'm very confident that Grenard will be on the field. I'm I'm concerned about D'Amico's voice. Yeah,
4: I'm not. I I, I think it'll. Uh, I think it was just, he was just hoarse uh, on the practice report. Just about perfect. And you got two receivers that all of a sudden the Browns are. You know, I know they've been sort of planning for it already. Now they know uh, they're going to have to plan for Noah Brown and uh, Robert Woods and Nico Collins to be on the field. Can't say how important that is, even if they're not. Hundred percent, and they'll be on the field doing something. So we'll see. And then uh, those edge rushers, man. Uh, Jerry Hughes not back, but to have Grenard back against Flacco, we talked about it yesterday. Are you worried about
3: the juggling act where if you have two guys who are playing limited snaps and you need to rotate bodies? Are, are you worried about that aspect of things? Where Will Anderson two weeks ago played twelve snaps last year. He tried or last week. He tried to play a little bit more, and you have. Jonathan Grenard, who's who, perhaps is going to be limited. I don't anticipate, mm-hmm. you know, eighty percent of the snaps or anything. Are you a little bit concerned about that? A little, but
4: that's where Derek Barnett is going to be in the role that he should be in. Like he should be the guy that can spell, uh, you know, Grenard or whomever uh, w- w- with his play, and he's been good. I was worried that okay, you got you got Derek Barnett and who else? Uh, but now you got those two guys. You know, uh, Will Anderson. I don't think it was the plan for him to play 31 snaps last week, but when Jerry Hughes got hurt, he had to play more.
3: But he did it, so I think it's there in him. By the way, I guess the uh, D'Amico press conference today is going to be uh, off camera. Okay, so we're not we're not adjusting during the playoffs. We got the uh, the off camera uh, D'Amico vibe going. They, they might be trying to hide that voice, man. <laughs> they are not. He does this every week. Be irresponsible. He does this. every does No, he does this every week. During the regular season. This is well, playoff time.
4: It's still the season. It's playoff
3: time. I need to hear from my coach today. Uh, you'll probably hear something. Yeah, well, okay. What will I hear?
4: I'm sure there'll be some TV sort of whatever, quick interview or whatever. Okay,
3: apparently the voice is good. The voice is good. Yeah, I just, I, I, just, I just found out. The voice is good. So, D'Amico's voice is good to go. Mm-hmm. Good, man. There you go. There you go. Vandy must have given, Vandy must have given him some of that tea. Uh, yeah. Some of that tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta confess. I know love, the last segment was confessions, but I I, I gotta confess something, I and this one hurts me, John. I'm not I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Now, when he says this, that means it doesn't hurt him,
4: and he's happy.
6: No, I'm I'm
0: disappointed. <laughs> in you. These are my
3: confessions. It felt like you wanted to come in here and talk about head coach openings today, and I and I just uh I just got to tell you, I I don't give a rat's you know what about head coach openings we've, i didn't want to talk about i've had to sit here with you and cover this john
4: yeah, yeah. look i want to talk about the texans in the playoffs i
3: saw your sheet you wanted to talk about oh, let all me these finish. Head,
4: this speculation and stuff let me finish but i think as it pertains to the texans there are two things about uh the the development in new england and the developments in in tennessee and other places that i think are relevant and we've been talking about one of them bobby slowick like that that's how i wanted to talk about some of these job openings I thought it was a little interesting in his, you know, when you listen to his whole uh, media availability yesterday, he was very adamant about focused Browns. Uh, I'm not worried about that right now, et cetera, et cetera. But in the middle of, in the middle of that, he dropped one line that I kind of went, hmm. He said, right now I'm a Houston Texan.
3: Yeah. Okay, Florio, what, what, what do you mean by that? What do you think I mean? He is a Houston Texan. What's he supposed to say? Like yeah, he, said, he, a he Texan. said, right now I'm a Houston Texan. He is. Just saying. Oh my God. That's not an oh my God.
2: So do, so do you think he want to leave? Because that sounds like somebody he that wants to leave. leave.
3: Man, he he wants to be a head coach for sure.
2: Exactly. Why would he
4: not?
3: Uh, but but I thought that was like – we've heard that a hundred
4: times. But don't they, asked him, about, they that. asked him
3: about the head coaching thing.
4: Don't, don't, don't act like you've never heard that before from a candidate who ultimately becomes the head coach. Right now I'm coaching the Michigan Wolverines, you know, or, or or whatever. I just thought that was interesting. And then there's this other Bobby
3: one. Bobby was in his bag yesterday, though, in yeah. that press conference. That dude's got a game face.
4: And and, and then this is the other one, and people are going to call me an idiot, and you're dumb. Please do. 713-572-4610. <laughs> and – he he just uh, didn't you hear Nick Casario on Pain and Pendergast? Yes, I. Oh, did. we're going
3: to Casario. This is the other one. Man, I these to guys talk. these guys miss it. They, they he wants a GM search too, Figgy. No, I don't. We're we're sitting here with the playoff game and these dudes Nick around Casario, me. Nick Texans GM, joining us my, on the show. My, 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 you okay my on time fre- right now. My freaking uh, colleagues want to sit here and talk about coaching searches when the Texans have a stable coaching. I've done this. All right, you didn't hear anything I game. said. Uh, I'll now say we're it. doing GM speculation. I
4: haven't even had a chance to say what I was going to say. All right, go ahead. And, and you offered an opinion based on nothing. Uh, so let me give you something. And this is where I went with the, with the Casario thing. I don't think Jason La Conforma, uh, <laughs> no confirma, whatever you want to call it, La Conforma's, uh report was accurate. I think Nick Casario was very adamant and honest when he called him a jackass and, and said that other stuff. All I'm saying is this: Now that it's over and Bill Belichick is gone in New England, and Mike Vrabel is available, it had to maybe raise an eyebrow with with Nick oh Cassario. My,
3: look, I'm I'm over it, man. We've we've done this head coaching search four years in a row. It doesn't matter if it's, it's relevant. It's about the game. It's about the game. You've come to the wrong place. No, no. If no. You want to talk about See, head coaching you're, you're, searches? You're, you're
4: misinterpreting what I'm
3: saying. I, I'm all about the game but i think these two things as they pertain to the texans are interesting let's go speaking of the texans texans have just concluded practice a lot of guys on that practice field uh including sheldon rankins who joins us right now uh two days away from texans versus browns sheldon landry locker john lopez figgy fig with you how you doing my friend
5: i'm doing all right how about yourself
3: we're doing good man uh how how you feeling it's playoff time you got some uh some of your, uh, your teammates on the field with you. How are we feeling two days away from the game? Man, Guys are feeling
5: great. You know, Guys are in the right mental space. Guys are locked in on, on the task at hand, obviously. A team that we uh, you know, had a prior experience with. So uh, just fine-tuning some things, getting locked in on the details to, to right the ship this time, making sure that we understand the, the, the magnitude of, of, of where we are as winter go home. Uh, so, making sure everybody's locked in on the details and, and locked in on everything that needs to be done to, to push forward, to, to get a win, to, to try to achieve everything we want to achieve.
3: I'm loving that music you got in the background, by the way. I'm kind of grooving here with you, uh, Sheldon. <laughs> so, you mentioned you mentioned you have familiarity with this squad. Um, obviously, it didn't go well. Can that kind of be a blessing in disguise? Because now you kind of have a blueprint of what it looks like when things go as bad as they possibly could against a team.
5: Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's, it's never a, a good thing to lose in this league. You know, I'll start off by saying that. But but understanding that, you know, it's not too many times you get an opportunity to to fix those mistakes you made. So, uh, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough that we were able to finish the season the right way and, and get into the dance. And, and now we have a matchup with, like I said, with a team that, you know, we, we, we had a previous bout with and obviously didn't go the way we wanted it to the first time, but... Uh, understanding and going back and watching the tape and understanding, you know, everything, uh, you know, we're we're fixable mistakes and, you know, just, you know, we got to continue to battle and continue to put ourselves in positions to, to be successful. And like I said, we, we watch the tape, we understand what we need to fix and, and, and we like where we are. So, um, you know, we're just excited to get out there on the field on Saturday and, and really, uh, get back to playing our brand of football, you know, like I said, which we feel like we didn't do uh, the first time around.
4: So, Sheldon, uh, right after the game uh, on Saturday, I mean, he was still talking on the field. C.J. Stroud gave you a lot of credit for speaking at a team meeting and delivering what he felt was a very important message. Uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know, what compelled you to do that and, and how that message – what what was the message delivered?
5: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you know, it was uh, – it was a situation where, you know, me, you know, a couple other guys uh, were, were asked to to kind of just, uh, you know, pa- paint the picture for guys. You know, it's one thing to hear from your coach, you know, and I think, you know, it, it, at times, uh, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, good to hear from a different voice. You know, I'm normally, uh, you know, I'm normally a lead by example guy, you know, i pull guys aside and. And speak my piece here and there. But I'm I'm normally the you know, a quiet guy, but um, you know, generally when I speak a lot of guys listen. So, um, you know, just being able to to share my experience um with the playoffs and, and you know, and, and those moments I've had and then just get guys to understand what's at stake. You know, it's not a it's not a situation where um we have oh you know, we could do it next year. We could do it the year after. You know, I was just trying to impart that wisdom on guys where, like, you never know what could happen next year. You know, you this game is a 100% injury rate. You know, uh, trades happen. All types of things happen in this league all the time. So, you know, when you have an opportunity to to win and you have the, the type of team that we have to be able to to go as far as we believe we can go, um, you know, I just wanted guys to, to really – Understand the magnitude of this moment, and not not take it as a moment to feel the pressure, but take it as a moment to to embrace uh, everything you've done to get to this point. You know, because we have the talent, we have the the skill, we have the the technique, we have the tenacity, uh, and we've proved that throughout the year. So not not trying to put pressure on any any of the guys, but get guys to understand like, look, this isn't a two, three, four year project that we're just trying to build. Like, no, we are right here right now with everything right in front of us. Let's seize the opportunity. Let's be exactly who we talk about being and, and go out and, and dominate each time we take the field. And if guys take that approach and, and guys um, buy into that, um, we'll be exactly where we want to be. And, you know, we finish the season the right way uh, on a win streak and making sure we had to win our games to get in and and now we just continue that mindset, you know, and nothing's going to be perfect, you know, but at the end of the day, um, continuing to play our brand of football, continuing to buy into everything we've, we've preached and harped on from day one and understanding that, you know, we have the moment in time right now to do everything we've ever dreamed of. You know, no, no, there's, there's no need to to look to another year because it's right here in front of us. So, you know, just, just trying to get guys to understand that. Uh, and I think guys, you know, listened and, and took it to heart. Hey, you know, you've seen the, you know, the way we've flown around, you know, these past few games. Like I said, it's never been perfect. It's, it's not been, you know, uh, there's always things to correct. But at the end of the day, um, the mindset, you know, the physicality, the, uh, the determination, the, the, uh, the will to do everything and anything, uh, to come out of there with a the win has been on display and you know and we expect nothing less from ourselves going forward. Man,
3: I'm ready to go now. I'm ready. I'm ready to go right now, yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, you got you got me ready to go. That's Sheldon right. Rankins with us here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Um so we, we have we do interviews every week with players. A lot of times we, we we F around with them, but we were told by Everett, hey Sheldon Sheldon's about that business man. Yeah it's it's not it, it's it's straight ball with sheldon and we just we just got kind of a, a a taste of of what you're about when it comes to uh w- when it comes to this squad um where does that come from where Where does the mindset come from because there's a lot of characters in this locker room where does where does the Sheldon Rankins mindset come from
5: uh, i mean it's honestly who i've always been you know uh you know coming from humble beginnings and and understanding uh you know doing everything I could to to get myself out of those, uh, situations and, uh, provide for my family and, you know, just, uh, you know, be, be a, be a bright spot in my family's life and, and, and different things like that. And, and you know, just things I've went through, you know, as far as my football career, you know, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've, sp- I've spoken about it before, but, you know, um, first round pick in New Orleans and in my third year, I'm having the best year of my career and, you know, I snapped my left Achilles, come back uh, the following year, snapped the right one, uh, you know, so I mean, so there was a time of, you know, depression and anxiety and then wondering if I'll ever be the player I was again, you know, that, that I was, you know, be able to be that again, you know, so uh, the, you know, just me battling back, you know, I've, I've always faced adversity, I've always been a person who's, who's looked adversity in the face and you know, uh, took it for what it was, you know, and and used every day to take a step toward uh, being everything that I wanted to be in this league. And, you know, I, and I've, I've had some great role models along the way in this league, Cam Jordan, Drew Brees. I mean, those guys, I mean, that's what I want. That's the locker room I walked into, you know, as a rookie, you know, so being able to learn from those guys and, and build off that and, and continue to to find my own ways to lead, you know, because everybody leads differently, but continue to find my own ways to lead, continue to find my own ways to impart wisdom, continue to find my own ways to uh, to galvanize guys and, and and get everybody on the same page. And, you know, it's it's, it's led to where we are now. You know, I, like I said, I think uh, just things I've been through in life and, and the experiences that I've had and, you know, just being able to, to channel all that into a, you know, productive way of going out and being wow. a dominant football player, dominant leader, you know, and a dominant man in life, um, and you know, just, just, and just trying to, you know, said, just, just bring something to this team, you know, nothing, any, any way I can help this team, whether it's, you know, TFL sacks, quarterback hits, speeches, you know, to guys, pulling the guys aside, talking to them, uh, you know, going out to dinner with the guys, whatever it may be. Um, always just trying to find a way to to impart something on this team in a positive light, and uh, and I'm just grateful to be a part of something so special that's, that's, that's going on here. Uh,
4: that said, every defensive player thinks about the possibility of scoring a, a touchdown, and and you did it in in a big moment in a big game, uh, and then you even broke out the Sheldon shimmy. I mean, can you just kind of can you just talk about uh, about uh, you know wh- where that came from, and it was always unexpected, but what it meant to you.
5: Yeah. Uh yeah. Big guy touchdowns are something that, you know, we all we always talk about, you know, sit sitting at lunch, you know, you talking, you see guys score touchdown on T V, you're talking about what you would have done or you know, different things like that. So uh yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the moment kind of created itself with, with Jerry Hughes, you know, making such an impact play, you know, and just uh being right there, and being ready for my moment, you know, to be able to pick up the ball and and getting the end zone in the the shimmy is kind of... <laughs> now, you've been doing <laughs> so that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm a huge, uh, huge battle rap fan. So, uh, I, I remembered, and this is going back to 2017. So, 2017, I just remember I was watching the battle. I saw a guy say something crazy. Everybody's <laughs> going crazy. The crowd's going crazy. And he just kind of shimmied after he did it. And I was like, oh, that's cold. Like, I'm going to just do that when I get a sack. So I, we played Minnesota in the playoff game, the Minneapolis miracle. I know, sad, very sad. <laughs> uh, but um, I got a sack. I did it. No, Didn't think anything of it. No harm, no foul. We come play Minnesota again the following year. Sunday night football and I had a two sack game and I did it after both sacks (laughs) and the Sheldon Shimmy was born Sunday night football against Minnesota and when I first got in the league Cam Jordan told me because you know he has his little celebration he told me he's like look you got to find something you can do all the time no matter whether you're tired no matter whether like something that you don't got to jump up in the air that might get you hurt like you know you got to find something that's simple that you can do all the time and I did it you know, Sunday night football and we got we got back in the locker room and you know, I think I remember uh my boy AK Alvin Kamar, he had said something about it was going viral on, on Twitter or something like that. And then Cam kinda of pulled me to the side. He was like, You know the, you know you gotta do that all the time now, right? And I was like, Yeah, yeah, I gotta do it. So yeah, so that that was the day it was born and and every sack or big play I've ever gotten since then. Uh, I, that's that's my thing. Did you that's almost forget it. about it after the touchdown? Because it you. It, I did. It, it hit I a did. Little late. Absolutely. It, had, it hit a yeah, little late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I scored, I'm like, oh, should I just score the touchdown? What i <laughs> I'm just kind of skipping around, and then I was like, oh wait, do what I do, shimmy, <laughs> and then and then I pulled it out, and then we then it was a moment. So yeah, so at first, yeah, for about the first four seconds, I had. No clue what to do. My first thought, because I've always told myself, I scored a touchdown. I'm gonna to go dunk the field goal post, but I know you can't do that anymore. So that was the, you know, that was kind of the four seconds jumping around. Like I can't do that. What am I gonna ah <laughs> shimmy? Do the shimmy. Do the shimmy. Yep. There you Did go. Did it. It's a great moment. Yep.
3: Shelvin, we appreciate you, man. We're looking forward to it. You're you're getting a lot of fans on the text line, kind of blowing up. Uh, they, they they're ready to run through a wall. Uh, for you so we look forward to uh seeing you uh revenge perhaps against the browns uh and we appreciate you uh for giving us some of your time
5: hey i appreciate you guys for having me on
3: there you go that's uh sheldon rankins here on in the loop on sports radio 610 hey man that one that one clip he was holding court i'm ready to go yeah he he was holding court right there he's 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 uh he's a big part of what they do i mean that was the that was the uh the biggest uh Free agent uh, off-season acquisition, and he's going to have a a lot of his guys with him. We'll tell you who was on the practice field today. We'll give you the latest around the NFL. We're also going to get pulled up on by billionaires. In the Loop continues next.
6: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.